Hey all, welcome to our podcast from OK to KO, following our journey from an OK life to a knockout life. Every Sunday after breakfast, we'll be sitting down and having a chat and publishing it as a podcast, and we hope you enjoy. Morning, Kira. Hello. What day is it today? Um, Tuesday. <laughs> you knew. I was wondering if you know or not. Yes, I know. Just because it's... What really... date is it? Oh my God. I know uh, that too. The 29th. It is indeed. 29th of, of December. Amazing. December. So, the only reason I asked you about the day is because obviously the last, this episode and last one we haven't done on Sunday. And I think I feel a bit like... I'm not that in control of the week if we don't do this on a Sunday. It's like a marker. I'm just pulling a face right now because I think that is a perfect exemplar of how intelligent Ollie thinks I am. That we switch <laughs> up the days and he's like, here is going to be absolutely bamboozled about what day of the week it is. No, you completely misunderstand. I'm saying I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about me. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> um, well, how are you feeling on this Tuesday morning? I'm feeling pretty okay, you know, it's, it's snowing outside, it's just calming down, but it, it's pretty amazing. It was a little, quite busy snow there for a bit, wasn't it? Yeah, the first snow I've seen, well, since last winter, I guess. And that was kind of nice. Yeah, it was really Lifts nice. It's the mood. <laughs> <laughs> so you feeling okay? Yeah, I'm feeling good, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Looking for some New Year's Eve? Yeah, so um, we are in the middle, almost slap bang in the middle of Christmas and New Year's Eve. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Um, and it's been a crazy year. And yeah, I'm looking forward to New Year's Eve. What are we going to do? Um, we're going to toast to the New Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's quite nice though, because New Year's Eve is often, <clears throat> if you've got loads of options. New Year's Eve is crazy, isn't it? Because everyone wants to go out and do something special. Everyone puts loads of pressure on it to be like a really amazing mm. evening. And there's always like, it's probably like a selection of three or four parties um, that like different friends want to go to or what often happens with us is we end up just not going out and having like a house party with some friends but the point is there's loads of options the there's worst loads of pressure. one the worst one is though which this used to happen when we were younger mm. of not really knowing where to go yeah. or having a party being like oh we'll go out into town yeah, yeah it'll be great <clears throat> All right, yeah. not planning and you just spend your New Year's Eve walking around London trying to find somewhere to get in yeah exactly and it's cold yeah, it's free. <laughs> so it's quite nice to see that no one can do anything. Like, it's not allowed. Nothing's open. You're not allowed to leave your house. Um, decision made, basically. Mm. Which is quite nice, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like decisions being made yeah. like that. Um, so yeah, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about um, visions or dreams, or hopes, or goals, whatever you want to call them. I think those things are all very different. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll choose one. Goals? Goals. Seems more concrete to me. For the new year, this is how our brains work differently. <laughs> dreams! Goals! <laughs> <laughs> so what um, do you mean, what stuff we want to achieve in 2021? Yeah. Like the whole year? Yeah, so this time next year. Okay. What, what do, you, do you want to have, you know, what would be great... What's the goal? I like, okay, now I get, because the, the whole time you've been pitching this idea for the, for the podcast, I'd be like, don't really, no, not that sure, but now you've excited me. I get How it now. Are you not sure by that? It's, so, it's like classic what everyone does at New Year. I guess it's the pressure of, I guess it's the pressure of having to actually think about it because we're recording now. 
So yeah. now I'm actually engaged. I'm like, actually, this is a very cool subject. Oh, so thank goodness. you. Um, you go first. Are we doing, how are we doing? Are we doing like one, two, three? Okay, so I asked you all of these questions before the <laughs> podcast. And you were like, didn't really engage. We don't discuss the formatting of it during the recording. It's true. Okay, well, cool. Uh, let's just chat. Um, well... I would like my business to be completely, in terms of financial, yeah, to be completely, you know, covering, just just earning more money, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Very specific goal. This is great. Oh gosh, it's not, isn't it? Um, I'd like it to just be, you know, like a self-sustaining business that is month by month, um, yeah. bringing in. A fair bit. Are you going to put a number? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. I don't know. Uh, what would be amazing? Obviously, dream would be, you know, thousands a month. Yeah. That's still not a number. That's not a number, no. But yeah, I guess okay. I'm scared. Um, I don't okay, know why. So don't worry about the number. Don't worry about the number. So, but how are you going to quantify, like, the, that goal? Like, how are you going to, like, know when you've achieved it or whether you have achieved it or not? Yeah, uh, looking at monthly expenditure would and be, incoming. Would be finance, in, yeah. Okay. In, God, I can't even... Anyone listening to this, like, she's got no hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I want the business to be... Basically, I feel like this year I've been doing things for myself and it's been amazing and I've been getting some traction and movement. But I've also still been kind of finding my feet mm-hmm. on, like where the main focus is going it's been in a few different ways and I feel like this year coming into this year I've now got it's really really streamlined into one thing really um and so I've got a really clear focus on that thing and I want that specific thing to be um just earning at the it's kind of at the beginning of it now yeah so I want that to be um absolutely like fully running with uh lots of people enrolled you want to talk about that thing yeah so it's um a membership group it's um called empathos nice actors gym um and empathos means in feeling and it's a membership group for actors to constantly work out their craft so like you would work out in a gym you're just working out your craft and constantly training and learning and working on new things and like feeling that connection to passion because I feel like with acting that often gets um, lost in between jobs because there's not um, a structure to keep working in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really for actors for that. So I want to really build up that membership and create a really strong community and like build up just the general like well-being and happiness and nourishment and fulfillment of actors through it. Awesome. Sounds absolutely amazing. Thank you. I don't see any reason why... Um... So what, what, what about, number, have you got a target number of people to enrol in that? Yeah, I do, well... Like monthly subscribers or whatever? I would be, I would really like to have at least 300 by the end of the year. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That'd be absolutely amazing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely, I, I really believe in it. And I, and it's just really now, like... My main goal for the next year is to really just get that running and being as good as it can be because I feel like um, having spoken to actors about it, um, 
it, it would be so valuable and I just want to kind of really deliver yeah. on it and make it as good as possible. So, yes, that's exciting. What about awesome. you now? Um, I guess, yeah, so it's hard to say really because there's kind of two sides to my business. There's this sort of online training side and then there's this, the actual consulting side where I do more work for people. It's more like uh, I do the work for them, done for you services. So I think in an ideal world, I would love to um, do loads more of the, of the online training side and that be the main source of income and not do any of the consulting done for you. But there's two, there's two um, caveats to that. Mm. One is I have quite a good loyalty to, these, to my clients that I do the done for you services for and therefore if they want me to carry on, I'm not going to say no because I don't want to leave them in the lurch. I don't want to, if they think that if I'm, if what I'm doing with them is bringing them success in their business, who am I to just stop that, shut off that avenue for them? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, I can't really control that apart from doing a bad job, which obviously I'd yeah, never try and I do. Yeah, but I mean that, that they could, you know, find someone else to fill a specific role that you were filling. Potentially, but it's... To, at the service that I'm offering for them is like it would require more work from their side they, they have to do the minimum amount possible mm -hmm. to get this result that's why it works for them so what, what I could do instead though is uh, engage more of my team to do take more of that work off mm. me right so that would be that um, so whether that and, and who am I to turn down money either because it's decent money right so um, that's one side from the training side starting to build up my community and my program now, I think ideally I'd love to have 100 people on that program by the end of the year, by this mm. time next year. Um, which sounds like a lot because it's quite a high priced program, but um, it's not really. That's like what, eight people a month, which is roughly two people a week. I mean, last week we signed on two people. So that's proven it's possible, right? And I don't even have all my avenues of marketing working. So, that would be really good mm -hmm. to get 100 people signed up onto that. Um, but I tell you what, actually is, the, is one of my, if I could do one thing and next year, it would be this. It would be for us to go away um, to say Bali, for example, for a month or two months. And while we're there, so the moment we come back, I actually, or we actually have more money in the bank than when we turned up. Mm -hmm. Because that for me, will prove the concept of KO because we've, we've been on some incredible holidays in our life but invariably our bank account is much worse <laughs> off when we come back, right? Yeah, it's just a given. That is, it's just how holidays are. You, you, holidays are an investment. So I want to change that concept. I want to put a paradigm shift in there in that we can go away, have an amazing time, yeah, work a mm -hmm. lot more than we would normally and come back and our bank account is bigger than it was when we got there. But that is the KO vision together, isn't it? That the, the being able to go away and not, I guess not having such a division between work life and 100%. holiday life and have this beautiful blend where you're just enjoying life and enjoying work. And so therefore for us to be able to go away, um, yeah, we will have moments of switching off, but I think we're trying to create a balance all the time. Yeah. So therefore still working away, but being able to just live somewhere 
that is really nourishing and Definitely. beautiful and we can learn as well while we're there and um, still be working. Uh, which... But the thing is, I, I mean, I don't know about you, I love the work. Mm-hmm. Like I was looking, when we were driving um, on Sunday, I was looking forward to getting to work on Monday. That was really important to me. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter where we are. Um, the work we've, is nice. It's not like a chore, right? Yeah, and that's also been part of the KO thing, isn't it? To enjoy yeah. our work. Yeah. So all of that has really been about blending these two together. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah. So that would definitely be one of my goals as well. That's a big goal for next year, which I also share, mm. of being you know, provided we can with the, the global circumstances right now, True. is to go away for a sustained, maybe unknown yeah. amount of time and continue to be working as effectively Definitely. from somewhere else as we are here. And that would be like a big dream. But that, you know, we stated at the beginning that that is what our KO goal is, to be able to do that. And to me, it, it wouldn't just be our... Yeah, it would be like, oh, we're actually living it now. Which yeah. would be amazing. It would be incredible. Yeah, that's a big goal. It's a big goal. Of course, yeah. But it's, uh, I think it's possible. Especially when you can go to certain places which are, frankly, probably cheaper to live in than, they are, than it is here. I mean, it doesn't really get more expensive. Yeah, the UK's not the, UK. the, the cheapest place to live in. No. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like a crazy out, out there goal, but... Um, yeah, that would definitely be a goal for me as well. Yeah, and it's also not not just that. It's m- meaning that we have to have the infrastructure of our business prepared in a way that everything can still take over when we're somewhere else and, you know, on a different time zone. Definitely. And so it's having all of that preparation as well, building up a really strong infrastructure. So that's a big goal for me this year is having a really... Um, tight working infrastructure, automated infrastructure, where I'm not letting the ball drop yeah. in any area. Big goal. I'm getting there. I'm not there yet. Yeah. Um, like by a big stretch, I'm not there. And that for me is like a huge thing to just, so when, I, when I'm looking at this time next year is to just know things are smoothly running, like cogs or turning and one thing hits something else mm. off and, and that. Um, as that's been a big part of this now, is it's not just something that I've learned, which I, I didn't foresee was time not just spent on teaching and creating content, but time on marketing and time on building the infrastructure of the business. And all of that is actually a lot to be doing yeah. and learning about yourself. Um, so, which moves me on to another goal, yeah. which is I really want by this year to have other people in my team Mm. I really want to be delegating. I can already see that I'm limited by, like, I'm not getting as much time. Like, oh, it'd be so great if someone just looked after that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I definitely want to have made that step okay. to having um, other people working with me. And so, what do you mean, like, full time people or freelancers or? I envisage it right now to be freelancers. Yeah. Um, I, I, my mind that just seems like the simplest I way. So. Yeah. I haven't ever hired anyone before, so going PAYE I think would be like yeah. a big step. Mm. So I think freelancers, um, but yeah, that would just be 
But I'd like, I'd like, you know, freelancers who were kind of consistently mm. working. And what, what sort of things would you, would you outsource? I think um, some social stuff. Yeah. And automation. Such what, email? Yeah, email, um, just any kind of like pathways that need to happen, trigger points on say like active campaign or anything like that. Mm. Someone who can be kind of learning on that Facebook ads, all of that automation stuff. Sounds like marketing. Yeah. Generally. Yeah, maybe, maybe that. Um, yeah. Cause I think that, but as well as trying to also get all the new, like, I'd like to be more freed up for the creative Mm -hmm. and the content and the learning aspect of it. And like the shooting and all of, that stuff yeah and the reality is doing all of that to the degree and the level i want to do it to is um a lot for one person yeah true yeah that's true hmm yeah so your goal is to your goals are to get 300 people onto your program onto your app and to outsource some of your work what about like personal goals like is it about your uh well-being and your health and things like that um i don't know but i have another one for this mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um sorry i just remember the other one when you're talking about traveling uh, is i really want to and this has always been a big goal in a weird way i feel like my goals in terms of acting with kira are kind of circling back to what they were at the very beginning yeah you know you kind of try different things but a big one was also to kind of learn more and share more about different types of theater and acting around the world Mm-hmm. So I really want to get my YouTube channel like really focused and get some really amazing videos about different genres of theatre. Mm-hmm. And that really aligns with the travelling for me because yeah, going to other places, I see that as an amazing opportunity to meet theatre makers and artists from different places and learn about their work. Mm-hmm. That is a huge goal and then right, make some content about that and share it. So I really want to establish that by next year. That'd be awesome. Mm. So it's interesting because I think like there's a few stages of business when you start up and this is something I'm just coming to terms with now. But I feel like the first stage is like, I don't know what you call it. Maybe you call it like life raft stage where you just want to make sure that the business is stable, Mm -hmm. right? So everything you're doing is about bringing in cash, bringing in money to keep you stable and keep you afloat so you can exist. Mm -hmm. And then from there you start I think you subconsciously take your eye off the money a little bit and you start looking at the the actual process and the result, which for you is like that, you know, exploring world theatre. Like for me would be more of a community of agency owners and like helping them get results. Do you know what I mean? Your, your, shift, your focus shifts a little bit once you can keep yourself afloat or you see that you've worked out how to keep yourself afloat. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. I think there's the goals which... I think, yeah, mine haven't, if I think back, they haven't actually changed that much. I've had yeah. conversations about all of these things a really long time ago. Um, but yeah, at the beginning you're like, okay, but how do I just self-sustain? Exactly. So that I can to. work for myself uh, in this field. And then this year has been a huge year of learning. And I hope that I continue to learn in this big um, chunks yeah. each time because you know we're still just at the beginning and um yeah figuring out okay 
I can actually make that. So now how could I, how can I align what I wanted to do with this way of figuring out how to make money? Yeah. So explain that again. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> have to explain that again. Uh, at the beginning, you're kind of learning how to just be self-sustained and make money. And mm -hmm. then finding out ways in which, okay, that did make money. Like, yeah. That did work, which mm -hmm. because it's new, it's the first time, it's huge learning curves. And that, um, like there were ways in which I didn't realize I could do certain things and it would make money. Mm -hmm. And then kind of circling that back to, I guess, aligning with your first goals. That's okay. what you're saying, right? Uh, I'm not really sure. Why are you looking at me like I'm crazy? Because I don't understand. <laughs> you were saying <laughs> yeah. that you figure out how to make money and then you go back <clears throat> to these other goals. Oh, I see. Right. right? And well, then I... sort, sort of, I guess. I wasn't saying go back at all. I was saying you figure out how the, your, when you start, your focus is on um, making money. And then <clears throat> when you've worked, when you sort of worked that out as a start, you start looking broader. Maybe for you, if that's looking back to what you wanted to do in the first place, cool. Yeah. But I wasn't thinking that at all. Yeah. I mean, I haven't consciously been looking back or like, oh, what was it I wanted to do? Because everything yeah. I've been doing, I've been like thoroughly enjoying. Yeah. It's actually been in the last couple of weeks that I've realised that all the ideas I have going forward, I'm like, these aren't new ideas. Mm. These I had ages ago. And it's kind of, I, I was saying to you, it's interesting, you know, that visualisation thing um, where I've kind of realised that kind of subconsciously I've been moving myself towards those ideas without having them as my main goal. Mm -hmm. And now they come like a bit clearer again as my main goal. Okay, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. That's kind of, yeah, it's the same except for, for me, I don't think, I think that main goal is sort of appearing rather than it's always been there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Um, we got there. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, the other thing that I'd like to I think the other thing I'd like to think about this year is more of a, like, a balance. Um, because for me, like, I've always been a salesperson, right? So, like, in my... I was nine years as a salesperson in my other company. So for me, I, I completely understand the, the value of sales in a business. Um, frankly, it's essential, right? You don't have a business unless you have sales, essentially. Mm -hmm. I think for me, it's about being able to balance the process of focusing on getting sales, focusing on proving what we've already got, and also focusing on shutting off from the business and thinking about myself. Because I find it super hard not to think about selling. And super hard <laughs> not to think about sales. I do. Especially, like, I just, I just do. I, don't, it's, I guess it's just what I deem as important. And um, so one of the, yeah, I think I need to do a lot of mindset work this year mm -hmm. about how to feel more balanced at all times how to like um i think i mastered this in my previous job when i'd done eight years of seeing stuff go seriously wrong seeing all of my sales my clients disappear um seeing projects disappear and just being able to handle it because i had in the past gone back from those situations because this is all quite new I'm much, I'm seeing myself much more unbalanced by mm. stuff a lot easier, mm. which I'm not used to because I was like rock solid before. So I think definitely um, one of the things I need to work on this year is just being, getting back to that, that I was before, mm -hmm. because nothing good ever came from being unbalanced by something going wrong, ever. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because we've been talking about, you know, mixing work life, or I mentioned exactly. mixing work life. And so... 
this only the ko life only really works if you are also able to enjoy yourself. <laughs> i mean yeah. if we're somewhere in some amazing setting being like this is great that you're stressed yeah, the exactly. whole time and how goal easy, still isn't achieved and how, how lazy but easy is it to say how could i possibly be stressed if i can see uh, a cold beer in a bit in a pool just outside my office that's how you think you're like couldn't possibly be guarantee you could mm, of I course know you could, could. i mean, 100% you could so that's yeah that's this exactly I think what it's i'm the saying it's the interplay between external and internal as well or not interplay is the wrong word but not confusing the two right mm-hmm. like just because your external setting is beautiful oh, for it sure, doesn't yeah. mean internally you're fine like we all know that you know so you who's, could... that's jamie smart right he's really good on that stuff well actually no he says that everything starts internally okay yeah right yeah. so that's true right or you control your thoughts and and um kind of i think decide what your reality is based on the way that you choose to look at it I believe that's what yeah, he says. Yeah, I, I think he's I think he's strong enough on that. I would say, if anyone has ever tr- struggled with that, he's worth looking at, right? Jamie Smart, mm-hmm. a little book of clarity. I think he's really good on that. But, but yeah, sorry. I'm I think sure. I think that you know it's really, it, yeah, it's just not realistic to say once I have X amount of money, once I'm in this setting, I will be happy. Yeah. Like, you know, you can if you don't do anything to kind of like create a really good mental space mm. within your mind you can have the most beautiful external space but yeah. it's not gonna fix your in- internal space you've got to work on both yeah i completely agree i completely agree so yeah and it's it's, com- it's conflicted with that because on one on the one hand i'm like uh yeah you must be balanced and you must um think about all of these things and on the other hand i'm like just work really damn hard for a few months focus on selling as much as you can for a few months and get that bulk up and then you buy yourself some time i would say Mm. having being a complete novice to this with no expertise what i can see happening with that second way Mm. of just working really hard is one you're saying um it's not it's not good for that working moment because say you have a really good week you're flying high and then you have a really bad week because you're so in it i think emotions are less moderated yeah um, which also I really don't think helps work. I think if you're in a bad stressed mood, I mean, one is in a bad stressed mood, it makes work unenjoyable and you stop seeing the options that are in front of you because it's very, very close minded. Um, and two, I think what could happen is by saying, I'm going to work really, really hard now and then I'm going to relax is actually you're building up a habit of not switching off from work. So then when three, four, five, six months later, you're like, oh, now I'm switching off from work. You have to spend so long undoing that habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I think it'd be better to create that balance from the get-go. Definitely. I think you're right. I think think, um, the other other thing, also, I'm comparing two lives, right? I mean, comparing a life when, I think I've talked about this loads of times before, but when life when I had a really good team working for me with a life when I've got to do everything myself mm-hmm. and yeah we've got some some freelancers and some support remotely but it's not the same right so maybe the answer to that is building up so we have got a team and presume and also like we talked about this a lot but our businesses the back end of our businesses not the front but the back end is so similar that probably the support could work across both as well that's very very true 
from the back end, if you didn't see what we sell, the back end's almost identical in some yeah. ways. Same sort of funnels, same sort of marketing, same sort of ads, same channels we're using. It's pretty, it's pretty similar. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe that's, that's also part of the, uh, the idea as well. Yeah. Cool goal. I think that's a good one of creating balance. I think I'd like to do that as well. I've had periods this year of, um, you know, consciously trying to maintain a good space of clarity and then letting it drop. And I do feel the difference. Consistency is really important, huh? Yeah. yeah. So I'd like to, um, have more, just be more balanced. I'd like to just be more disciplined. Yeah. That's it. It all comes down to discipline and I'm not being disciplined enough. So that's in terms of uh, fitness, it's in terms of mental space, it's in terms of upkeep of environment. All of those things I'd like to just be like, this is just in me now, this is who I am, this is how I function by the end of next year. Because mm. that's one of the things that shocked me the most this year uh, is how your physical, mental well-being and activity is inextricably linked to the performance of your business really? every single day. Of course, because if you're the only person in your business, oh, yeah. if you're not, if you're feeling ill or tired one day and you don't do much, well, the business doesn't do much That's either. That's true. So, yeah, it's not really an option not to be, is it? You want to, essentially, so another, like, KO... But we've kind of spoken about what we want in the KO life in terms of um, like physical things. Mm. But a, a large part of the KO life is how we're, we're hoping to feel. True. And I want to feel energised mm. and I want to feel excited to do things in the day, be it work or be it, you know, going for a walk wherever mm. we are. Um, and I want to feel uncluttered in my mind and I want to feel on top of things I don't want to feel like I'm catching up to like oh I've got all these tasks and I've just made the deadline and I'm constantly catching up I want to feel on top of it in front of it and have that sense of calm that for me would be just an amazing space to be in <laughs> yeah of course that'd be amazing huh mm. yeah and how much do you think how far away are you from that um well in terms of like to me, that includes all the daily discipline things of um, well-being and fitness okay. and all of that. So I'd say pretty far off from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that could do a lot of improvement. But so, okay, so, okay what, 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 we've talked about like, our goals for this year and stuff. So what do we do to make them happen? Like, how do, what's the first step? Obviously, the business goals and stuff like that we're working on every day anyway. But there's other stuff in here that we haven't really mentioned before. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Something I was using this year, which is another thing that I haven't been using as much, but I think I'm going to buy one again as a bullet journal. Mm. And maybe I just keep that bullet journal for the whole, for well-being stuff. Because I've recently started using Trello mm. instead of a journal <clears throat> for task keeping keeping watch on tasks and that and I'm finding it just really working for me right mm -hmm. now and I think I just keep that on there also it doesn't take much time to like write everything out so maybe something like that maybe a Trello 
from my personal life. I don't Basically, know. Basically, what those two things are is structure, recording, measurement. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Structure. Yeah. yeah, I'm just thinking in terms of you were saying in business, like, yeah, I am, we are following mm-hmm. tasks for yeah. business. It's a huge priority in our lives right now, and it's like the biggest priority, <clears throat> which is why other things are taking more of a back foot. But like you said, they all influence each other, yeah. and our performance, I believe, Definitely. you believe, will go up if we also maintain this other part of our lives. Um, and what we're doing with our businesses is we're writing down. In whatever format on whatever space we both do this we write down what we need to do and then we mm. see that we've done it yeah so i think some kind of recording system yeah i think measuring yeah there's obviously got to be a limit on it but i think the more stuff gets measured the, you can't improve something unless you you're measuring it really can you because mm. you can't constantly improve something okay a better way of saying this is um this phrase i've forgotten who said it um but anyway the phrase is what is measured improves so right. as soon as you start measuring something, you start improving it mm-hmm. naturally, right? And the counterbalance to that is you cannot improve something unless you measure it. Right. Because how the hell do you know whether you're improving it or not? It's just gut feel and perception, mm. which is really uh, lousy forms of measurement, I would say. So I think with all of these things, if you want to achieve something, it's mm. got to be about measuring how much you're doing it. Mm. For example, I, if I... Uh, I I use like an app which tells me what to do in the gym. When I'm on it and I'm working out a lot, I, I know I will carry on because it show, I can look at a thing, I open the app and look at a thing and it shows me which, how many workouts I've done that week mm-hmm. and what days I've worked out on. Mm-hmm. And I like to see loads of workouts in there. Yeah. It just makes me feel good because I'm measuring it, the amount I do it improves. Yeah. So I think really the key with all of this stuff, probably the thing that's just, the penny that's just dropped for me is, which I kind of knew, but now I'm thinking, don't just talk about it, just measure it. Mm. So like we need to, like, you know, all of these things that we've started to measure now more often, like finances, um, you know, ad spend and all that stuff. The only way it goes once you start measuring it is to move it towards somewhere where you want it to go. So I think um, that's the next step. If we're serious about these goals we've just talked about, we need to measure them, mm-hmm. measure the progress. And if there's something that is hard to measure, like how balanced I feel, I just have to put a number on it. Yeah, right? but you can see like how, how often am I meditating? True. How often am so, I doing breathing exercises? That's another, that's another thing, right? Don't measure output, measure input. So if the output is I want to feel balanced, what's the input I need to, to feel there? Like you said, exercise, breathing exercises, meditation. If I measure those three things and not how balanced I feel, if I measure those three things yeah. and those go up, I'm sure I'll feel more balanced afterwards. It's so obvious. It's so obvious because, you know, someone says, or have you ever been in a situation where you're complaining about something in your life and then someone goes, well, what have you done hmm. towards it? And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I did a few months ago meditate a bit. And it's like, hmm. we, you can't, we can't be expecting those things to happen going into the new year they're not going to be happening unless we are actively doing things and and measuring i think is really helpful not in showing you just for me not just in seeing the the ticks which is great but also in in looking back and being like wow there's a lot of empty space there like you can't get away from the fact that well of course you're not going to get that result because you're not doing it Mm. you're not measuring it what can happen for me is that i just think about it a lot yeah. And go, well, I've got a really big intention that will happen at some point. I mean, that has been the same with fitness, like, for my whole life. Mm. 
had this <clears throat> intention uh, of getting really fit. And this is the year! <laughs> I will measure it. But yeah, it's measure, it's not, you've got to, with a process like that, you've got to measure, like, yes, when people want to lose weight, for example, they, they, they track their weights, right? But the way they get their weight down is by measuring what they put in. Yeah. You can't, you can't just track the final goal without measuring how you're, what you're doing to put, to get to that goal. Yeah. That point. So maybe that is the key here. Yeah. We, uh, measuring plus discipline. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like it's going to be a great year. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds fine. Can't wait. <laughs> um, well, any final thoughts on your goals? Oh, that, there's quite a lot now, aren't there? It's a bit overwhelming. <laughs> but like, oh gosh, tired again. Uh, no, I, I, any final thoughts? Um, I don't know, really. I just really want to work hard to get this stuff done what about you yeah that's your final thought you want to work hard and get stuff I done i don't know kind of just threw in the final thought that i wasn't expecting I it right that second um yeah i think i think um a year's a long time to be honest mm. and i think what's probably a better safer thing to do is to take those big things we've talked about and break them into smaller bits mm -hmm. and measure like by month or by quarter, mm -hmm. by three month periods. Because what I don't know about you, but what's happened pretty much every time I've set a really big goal is a quarter of the way through, I've thought, ah, that wasn't the right goal. I should go for this goal instead. And you take the progress and you sort of divert course a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think it's safer to go for shorter term goals and at least break those big goals into, into smaller chunks actually. So instead of saying 100, I say 25 people by the end of March, for example. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. And do you know what's really good about that? You just said is because, say my goal, 300 yeah. by the end of the year, I could get to September and be like, okay, I've only got 50, but I've still got a few months. But I could basically the whole start of the year, I could be saying, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Because I've still got loads and loads of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if I break it down, then I'm actually keeping myself up to the goal yeah so that's that's good because i can see the other happening otherwise that's yeah that's a good tip i know what you mean well that's what i'm here for that's my function in life what to tip to give you tips great i don't think i do very well <laughs> um yeah it's really interesting thinking about what we want to achieve next year and what we what we're striving towards in terms of the the big term the long term Definitely. big term i think it's i think you know we talked about this in the six month episode but i think like it's going well like this is the problem with with achievement right is you have no idea what you you're going to know when you get a little bit into the journey and that knowledge you you gain on that first bit of the journey changes your perspective entirely so when you start that journey and you say we'd looked at ourselves six months ago and you said oh my God, you're going to be there in six months? That'd be amazing. Mm. Then you get there and you know all this other stuff and you know all the struggles you've had and you know like how tough it's been. Then you start thinking, okay, we're only just getting started. Mm. Do you, does that make sense? Mm. So your, your perspective of the achievement changes by the time you achieve it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something to be very wary of. Why? Because you want to keep the satisfaction that you're achieving stuff and balance that out so you're not continually thinking, God, this is such an uphill battle. 
But at the same time, you need to be adaptive in thinking, right, this is what we need to change to move forward. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? Yeah, balance. Yeah, basically, yeah. Be balanced. I think uh, just to add a final thought there, hmm. um, you're right. And I think that also comes with, you know, having good and bad weeks of just being measured throughout, right? And like knowing that things, this what we're doing, things just change consistently and things also don't just go in an upward trajectory yeah, consistently. Does, yeah. So just keeping that balanced thing of uh, this is just part of it. Yeah. Either way. But still being excited and still learning from anything bad, but not letting those things can, um, overtake you. Definitely. I agree. Well, that was a lovely last episode of 2020, of this crazy year. Oh, yeah. The next episode will be on the 3rd of January, and we will be back to our Sundays. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> he doesn't know what day of the week it is. I need it. <laughs> it frames my week for me. It really does. Um, so yeah, have a great new year, guys. Happy new year, everyone. And wishing everyone a really great 2021. Yeah, and we'll see you in 2021, exactly. Yay. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a great week.